0: the deal. I'm not an expert on this team. And I say that freely because no one is an expert on this team. This specific team, no one is an expert. No one can conceivably know anything about how this team is doing what it's doing. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning, I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers, the 5-3 and Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates in the same place that you found this. Steelers 20, Titans 16, don't ask. That's what I've got for you. Because in all eight games that your favorite football team has played now, this season, they've been outgained. They're only the 34th team in NFL history to have been outgained in each of their first eight games in a given season, regardless of record. It almost never happens but it's happened with this team. And guess which team is the first in league history to have a winning record in such an instance? That's right, pal. <laughs> wow. And uh, yeah, there are legit positives, okay? I, I don't mean to rain on this. A win is a win is a win. The biggest positive was 166 rushing yards. Jalen Warren getting 88 of those on just 11 carries. Najee Harris, 69 of them on 16 carries. Calvin Austin had a couple of runs himself for 10 yards. That makes a difference. That allows you to do some killing of the clock and build a rhythm, keep your defense off the field at least somewhat. There were 68 offensive plays for Tennessee and 60 for Pittsburgh. That's a tighter margin than what most of these games have been to date. Kenny Pickett's playing with a busted rib. Goes 19 of 30 for 160 yards. Misfired on a bunch of passes, but didn't throw any picks and didn't get sacked. Didn't get hurt either. Also had a touchdown to Deontay Johnson. That You heard me right there. A touchdown to Deontay, who had seven catches for 90 yards. And and the defense was the defense. Uh, TJ was TJ. Alex Highsmith had a ton of time spent in the Tennessee backfield, despite being banged up. Marcus Golden with a big sack. Quan Alexander with a big interception. And he and Elin and Roberts told me afterward that they committed their performance and they're committing all of their performances the rest of the season to Cole Holcomb, who had a brutal knee injury. And uh, my thoughts are with him. Uh, They are. This is a good dude who plays his rear end off. And these careers are just so short, so fragile. So I guess if there's one commonality to all this, it, it's that they fight. You can go right ahead and roll your eyes at it, and you can bring up this statistic or that statistic, and you can bring up all of the many valid criticisms that there are to be had of some players, but principally, as I mentioned on yesterday's show, of the coaches, of Matt Canada, of Tara Austin, and of course of Mike Tomlin. I went through all kinds of numbers and information and data on yesterday's show. It's not been a good stretch for this head coach. This right now, at the risk of being that guy, is not a good stretch for this head coach. There are a lot of things that the Steelers are doing poorly enough that it reflects on everybody all the way up. However, all of that can coincide historically, apparently, with the notion that these guys will fight, that for whatever other shortcomings or failings that have been had in terms of the draft or player acquisition or free agency and, and so forth, whatever has gone wrong there has been mitigated by the character of the individuals acquired. I don't know that I'm overstating the intangible here. Because when I see, listen, I, when, when I see Roberts truck Derrick Henry the way he did, and I don't know if they made a big deal of this on TV or if, if they even... You know, showed the replay more than once or if they treated it like a regular tackle. But there was a sequence in the second half where Henry really needed some yards and he came hard through the line and he was met by 5-0 and he was met hard. And I asked Roberts after the game, one-on-one, just about that. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Like, somebody asked me this week, like, uh how I felt about tackling him. I'm kind of like, I mean, how he feel about going against us. I'm just being honest with you. That, that was my mindset into the game. And, you know, Mike T always talking about A list players. I'm A list in that right game, you know? Yes. Everybody make their mistakes, but when they, when they game online, I'm A list, you know? Did you pick up on all of that? Because sometimes he Roberts will speak like in locker room lingo and not necessarily because he knows he's talking to me, but he doesn't know that, you know, he necessarily needs to be communicating with the masses. And what he means there is that, sure, Henry's tough, but Henry's also got to deal with me. And Tomlin talks to the players constantly about A-listers. That's kind of a new thing for him. Who's an A-lister? You know, T.J. Watt in general, A-lister. And Robert says, I'm an A-lister when it comes to stopping the run. I'm an A-list player in the National Football League when it comes to stopping the run. And he's looking me dead in the eyes. Super serious. Like he's going to truck me or something, right? That's that fight. That's, that's what I'm talking about. And I've got a bunch of other examples, most of which I would think would be obvious to you, you know, in having, you know, watched the game or observed the team over these past few weeks. There's a lot of stuff they're not good at. There's a lot of stuff that they need a ton of work at. But toughness, scrappiness, a will, to continue battling when the score is going against you. All these fourth quarter comebacks, including this one, that's about the fight. And that's to everybody's credit. When we come back, J1Q. Today's j one q comes from Rico, who says, Kenny Pickett obviously made some horrid throws, but he had a couple good ones that didn't go his way. The one to Calvin Austin easily could have been a touchdown, if not for a really good or maybe lucky play by the corner to break it up. And geez, the one to George Pickens should have been a touchdown. Just a terrible blunder by Pickens and not dragging his second foot, a mistake he doesn't usually make. Is Kenny... Like many of these younger guys, still a work in progress. Rico, it's, it's on one hand, it's, it's kind of captain obvious for me to say, yeah, sure. Of course he is. He's only played 20 games in the NFL. Um, you might recall Ben Roethlisberger saying during his playing days that you don't know who or what an NFL quarterback is until after three full seasons. And he's actually really dead on with that. You just don't. And that goes for the quarterbacks who take a long time or the ones that excite you right away, the way Will Levis did last week for the Titans. And by the way, that kid's got a pretty bright future. What an arm. I mean, big, big arm. You could see where Tennessee is uh, pinning its hopes on him. But where Kenny is concerned, the first thing that jumps to mind for me, Rico, is that He played with a busted rib. And I know nobody wants to, you know, bring out the tiny violins for football players when they're hurt, but this is a busted rib. He got slammed to the ground more than once. Technically speaking, the Titans didn't have any sacks. But they were back there, and they got to him more than once. And when they got to him, they knew what they were doing, and they fell a certain way, which is why the one time... Jeffrey Simmons was flagged for it. So what I'll take from Kenny's performance, since you're, I think, only referencing how things went for him last night, what I'll take more than anything else is that he's just that tough. He's got just that much fight to him. So the theme is continuing through this entire episode. That's what you saw. That's who he is that's who he's been uh, i'd feel a whole lot better judging kenny's passing accuracy and and other elements of his game when he isn't feeling 3 days later the direct impact of a busted rib that forced him out of his last start i don't even want to think about you know the size of the needle or whatever else went into numbing him up kevlarring him, you name it. Now, I do want to break down the couple of plays that you referenced. The first one, the pass to Austin that you feel could have been a touchdown, uh, that was not a good ball by Kenny. Uh, and again, I don't know how these things look on TV. All I can give you is what I'm seeing from the press box, which is, by the way, from the 25-yard line and Austin the longer part of the field is to the left, okay? So I happened to have live a really, really good angle and feel of the arc on that ball, and Kenny underthrew it. When you're trying to hit Austin on that seam route, and we've seen it now a couple of times, we did see it once be successful, he's CA3. Put it in front of him. He'll get to it but don't make it a 50-50 ball and he did. Uh, Calvin didn't have to slow down for it, but Calvin did have to turn around for it. And by that time, the Tennessee corner was able to make the play that you referenced. So I I don't think that was a great ball from him. I do think as you said and I'll agree with this one a 100%, that was a perfect touch on the ball to Pickens in the end zone, and Pickens just totally blew it. I have no idea what he could have been thinking. I didn't see him after the game uh, to have had a chance to ask him. He just wasn't in the locker room. And I I mean, I'm not going to speculate as to why or why not. You never know when a player's hurt. But that was not good. And yes, Kenny in that case would have had a couple of touchdown passes and You know, a a good first drive for the first time seemingly ever on everyone's part, including Matt Canada's. And he he got a bunch of stuff done, including the W. What's that number now? What is it over the last? Oh, yeah. Over the last 17 games, the Steelers are 12 and 5. 12 and 5. Over what? is the exact equivalent of a full NFL regular season. There's not one among us who wouldn't have signed up for a 12-win season in 2023. So how they're doing this? Can they get better? Can they improve in the individual facets to the point that they at least come close to these glorious intangibles that they have, that's the big question that's facing this team right now. It really is. Because you'd like to make something of all this. Not every team has this. It's a blessing. It's a real trait. It's not going to show up in any statistics other than the standings. But it's showing up in the standings I appreciate the question I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers and we'll be back with another one of these on Monday getting ready for Green Bay week